Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, The Bechtel Test, a non-feminist podcast with feminist hosts. We sit down with Princeton students and ask them the hard-hitting questions that really get those gears turning. Today, we sit down with an ex-homeschooled matchmaker who showers twice a day and hates animals just a little bit. This is The Bechtel Test. everyone welcome back to the bechtel test which rhymes with you guessed it rectal fest um simon you had something to share with us didn't you yeah it's really a personal story but i'm gonna get into it um because it's part of my therapy so i was swimming um this month this past monday at uh, jadwin and i got out of the pool and went to the locker room and i, I usually swim unfortunately well not unfortunately but i swim with a lot of elderly people because like there's no one my age really swimming at that time it's probably like 11 a.m and and i go and swim with all these elderly people so when i go to the locker room there are all these elderly men and Naked. you know how they are yes you know hey how they are. and there's nothing wrong with that but anyway i was expecting it and i kind of put my head down and get in get out uh but it was harder this past time because I went into the locker room and um, and I heard this sound when I was walking. I was like, that's a weird sound. I'm like, should I wait to go in? It was, it was like, it was kind of like. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and so I was like, okay. Um, but I walk in there and, you know, I put my head down. But then I'm like, okay, well, I got to see where that sound's coming from. And I look at the showers and first shower, c- curtain closed, no one in it. Second shower, curtain closed, no one in it. Third shower, curtain open, someone in it. <laughs> And it was this man who could have had the shower curtain drawn, but wanted to kind of bear all. And uh, he was vigorously scrubbing the space between his, um, his cheeks. Oh, the crack. that and, space. And, but he was like, his hand was looped underneath and oh. scrubbing with tons of soap. Thank you for the details. You got to well, get I'm all the t- angles. You know, it's called, <laughs> it, I, it's, I'm exposing it because I, I need to get this off my chest. Um, and so you're probably wondering, like, why was he scrubbing so hard? Had he not cleaned it in a few years? Did he find it pleasurable? I can't tell you that, but <laughs> I'm just saying that. Like, That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Like this was this was something I had to get off my chest. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank Simon. you. But I got in, I got out, and yeah. You know, I do have a quick question. Like, why do you keep your head down? Like, you could keep it up and just like feast your eyes on all the old wrinkled skin. Ah. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Sorry, that's just some. I don't know. That's just my take, but. But. The reason we're here today is because we have a fantastic guest, okay? Today's guest is one of Princeton's finest. She is a computer science major that intends to get a certificate in neuroscience and entrepreneurship. She is a member of the Student Advisory Board for the Council of Science and Technology and a PWIC, that is a PWIC, that is a Princeton woman in computer science. And if that wasn't enough, she's a former ballet dancer, a former a former model for Wilhelmina Modeling Agency. If, if I pronounced that Definitely right, not. correct me. <laughs> Wilhelmina? I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. A part-time influencer and a data match campus leader. And she also ro- won a turkey trot um, once. Is that true? That's true. And that is Liv Bobby who just responded to me. Woo! I present to you guys Liv Bobby. Let's go Liv Bobby. Let's go Liv Bobby. Wait, I feel bad because I'm actually not a coast major anymore. <gasps> oh no. Did you update your LinkedIn? Did that LinkedIn? change recently? Okay, tell Listener me why last, uh, this morning I updated my LinkedIn. No way. It. But I didn't realize that was 
a source of research for you. Oh, it no. was a source of Crap, research. Crap, we should have checked LinkedIn this morning what? to make sure. Um, to, so what is it? What yeah, is it? What is it? To? Okay, I'm now an econ major. Dude, same. Let's go. Oh, yes. oh, I'm surrounded by three econ women. Hell yeah. Women in demand. finance support us. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is that called? A pwif? <laughs> <laughs> that would Something be. A, are you like still that. a pwik? Well, I. <laughs> Do you want to pursue a certificate in applications of computing and mm-hmm. apply that to economics in some way? But Absolutely. We'll see what happens. Nice. Are you are you going frat track or math track for econ? I would like to go math track, oh. but I'm actually not taking math class this semester. So we'll see how that goes, too. She's on another level, listener. I'm frat track. Emily, what are you? Math track. Okay, I'm just an idiot. Okay. You're um, not an idiot. Thank you're you're super idiot. smart Thank and you. cool. Thank you. you. Thank you, guys. I I'm appreciate really that. You're cool. yourself. <laughs> smart. Yourself. Life is short. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Okay, Liv. You are the campus lead for Data Match. Why that is that? That's true. Okay, see, a lot of people thought that I was doing this for money and thought that I was being paid to spread love on campus. But in reality, I'm just a firm believer in connecting people in a way that isn't related to alcohol. Mm. And, you know, Data Match was a way to do that. That's beautiful. That, that is very beautiful. And, and you. do you, um, sorry if this is an inappropriate question. <laughs> are you a voyeur? Do you kind of like, wa- you like watching people get together? And I am not that, Simon, no. <laughs> okay, I'm so glad. Cause I, glad I just we wa- got that out of I the got, way. I have to ask that just for purposes of our listeners just to not think yeah. things wrong yeah wrong yeah things, you know you, know? you got to clarify i'm definitely not that okay okay um, Great. but i will say i do have a fascination with like matching and mm. algorithms mm. which was why initially i was interested in computer science was like how do you create something right. where you have like people who are very human and then you're using an algorithm to match them together mm. i thought that was really interesting um, so did, did someone reach out to you to get you involved or were you like, this is what I want to do. I want to match people using data. Uh, I was like, you know, I want to match people using data. Hey, I was very proactive about it. How it's did you find goal. it? Um, so my brother went to Harvard, which is where, data Wait, where is that? um, it's like this small school in Cambridge. Got it. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. yeah I know. It's not it's Cambridge very, though. Is it? It might just be called Cambridge, Cambridge State now, I think. Oh, yeah, Cambridge State. <laughs> Cambridge. I've heard of a Cambridge Mass, University. Mass State or something? Mass State, I anyway, think. Anyway. Let her, let her keep going. underground, but yeah. yeah. So Data Match started there, um, and my brother told me about it when I was in high school. So I just thought that was really cool, and I wanted to help bring it to Princeton. Karen and on the family nice. legacy. Did you ever try yeah. to like um, use Data Match when you were younger in high school to try to match with people at Harvard? No, I didn't, but that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. That's that's gr- so actually anybody gross. Who's in high school. That's <laughs> gross, <laughs> yeah, Simon. Yeah, it is. Well, actually, it? Um, <laughs> you need to have a university email, but yeah. Oh, what a shame. Yeah, get yeah. it together. Good try. What a shame. Um, Liv, I have a question for you. So I did data match, mm-hmm. um, and some of my matches, I was a little like weary of mm. per se. I was like, mm, I don't know. I, I hope don't know. None of your matches are our listeners. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Um, is is it me? Am I just like, am I living in denial? Like, they're really the perfect match for me. Okay, let me say, since I'm no longer a quick, I don't really know how it works. 
like how the mm. algorithm works and they're very secretive about their algorithms are you sure it's not um, just one guy just like putting names together that look funny like, yeah it looks See, good it could be that. <laughs> i genuinely have no idea mm. but i do know that some people matched with people that they were already really good friends with mm. which makes me think you know there's, there's some, something yeah, there there's, there's yeah. some way that you're similar to that person so I just need to reach, reach across the aisle. Do you think that a 20-question survey about random things on campus could really connect people? It was 12 questions. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, okay, my theory is that what you put into your profile has more of an impact than what you answered mm. on the survey. But I don't really know. Interesting. Yeah. You didn't participate in data match. I did because I was doing it for friendship. Oh, awesome. Did you find yeah. some friends? Uh-oh. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> she, she's not allowed to say. Oh, yeah, for legal reasons. Right, yeah, for right, legal right, 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 right. Um, so you're pursuing an A-B degree in economics yes. with intended certificates in? Applications of computing. And then, I don't know, when I came to college, I thought I wanted to do neuroscience. Okay. But I'm not sure anymore. But I am taking a neuro class this semester. Okay. And how, how's it going so far? Um, I like it. So this, I mean, overall, that sounded like a lot. <laughs> I love it. It's nice. It's good. I really like it. <laughs> yeah, that. So it, I mean, it's like a pretty diverse set of interests, right? Da yes. Data matching, love, econ, yeah. applied, whatever you said. So how do you envision yourself synthesizing all of these things in your career? That is such a good question. Really Thank making you. me think about my career. Um, I honestly don't know, but something that I, okay, like, I've always been interested in, like, the process of having people together, like, what mm -hmm. makes a human relate to another human, which I think has something to do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Wait, let me think about the question again, because actually that answer wasn't, I don't feel it was sufficient. It was great. Take your time. Thanks. We're just going to watch you, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to put my head down. It's okay. I can't. It's like, it's like, like how she's Simon putting her head down when he enters the locker room with all the yeah. old men. <laughs> that was good. Look down. All right, <laughs> we don't have to do that. Okay, though. let me That's let fine. me speak now so that okay, this can stop. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that my primary career path would be related to economics, and obviously, there's like a whole field of behavioral economics, mm -hmm. and then also within econ, there's a lot of computer like related things that are happening now and a lot of people need to have some skill set that's related to computer science like no matter what field you're in so i feel like those two automatically have their connections the whole data match or like love and algorithms thing is more of like a hobby i would say for me um so if in the future i eventually became proficient enough at coding to create something of my own then i would do that but I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Like a dating service. Some sort of dating service or like, I like to think that I'm pretty good at like helping people meet each other. Mm. Um, just like as a person, like forget about the computers and everything, but like knowing when someone would be good with another person. Have um, you, have you done any matchmaking in your time? You know, I like to meddle a little here oh. and there. <laughs> any meddling done at Princeton? Just a little bit, but we have to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's... They're whips, work in progress. Oh, oh I like that. Interesting. Everything's initials now. Yeah. Well, um, I was I was curious, how was your experience like being a woman in computer computer science? Was it was it good? Was Did you have moments of frustration with that? Because it's historically dominated by men. That is very true. Um, but I would say, honestly, 
as like a woman in computer science, I didn't have any sort of like hangups about that. And I always felt that the communities that you were in were always very supportive of it. And especially because like you said, it is typically a male dominated industry. I think that school programs that are like related to computer science always put a lot of focus on supporting women Mm -hmm. in the field. Um, So especially here, like PWIX, Princeton Women Mm -hmm. in Computer Science, shout out to them. Um, My friend McKenna's in that. And so there's like definitely a strong community of women in computing. Yeah, and one, so one of your good friends was is a woman. And yes, a she's lot a of woman. My good friends are <laughs> women. Wow, that's great. That's crazy. Yeah. Feminism. That's wonderful. Yes. I'm glad. So, okay. have you have you found since um, swiveling away from computer science and into econ, you've like been taking a lot more showers than you did in the past, or what? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, you know, I pride myself on being a one to two times a day shower. Um, which wow. one so to two that times could be a lot yeah that is good. twice a day do you shampoo yeah. each time okay i try to shampoo once a day but okay. i've also heard that that could be bad for my hair i do that though yeah i do, I that, do that too, too. Okay, well i'm, I'm telling you the wrong. guy i saw in the shower he was definitely you know he, he didn't need to be doing two a day he was scrubbing <laughs> vigorously like i said oh, that's one good. was enough for him that's good wait so it's like a morning and night yeah but it depends like on what i do during the day or like when i exercise that kind of changes the shower sketch interesting do you prefer morning showers or night showers Mm, that's a good question i prefer both i don't have a Mm. preference Mm, so you're a psychopath (laughs) okay okay cool cool well uh sorry um we we do have a sponsor um so we have to get through this um so this uh, episode is brought to you by uh not data match but beta match so we um Uh, have you ever wanted a little beta baby boy man um, who is of age? Uh, beta Match has got you covered. He'll wear a bib and binky and be at your beck and call. Don't like SpaghettiOs? Don't worry. You'll s- slop them out of the palm of your grimy hands. He comes with a free leash and collar, and diaper woo-woo wipes are not included. Thank you, Beta Match. Thank you. Thank to you, our beta sponsor. Match. Fascinating. Yeah, it is fascinating. And they gave us about $8 million to say that on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Economics. Yeah. Thank you, Beta there Match. And they are a competitor to Data Match, and I'm sorry that I had to bring that tension That's, up. Like, it's a little awkward, given the guest we have here. I know, but it's just, it, we had to get it through. $8 million. I'm not turning it down. <laughs> we can I mean, I love you, like, Liv, but I mean, that's $8 million. You know how supply and demand works. Like, yeah. It's you know, crazy. The market's tough right now. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, si- um, sorry, Liv. You're not Simon. You're Liv. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the national competition for National History Day. That uh, is true. <laughs> to our listeners, that's an annual project-based contest, and your project won the Native American History Award. Tell us a little about your project, which was titled From Sea to Shining Sea, The Conflict Over the Fort Laramie Treaties yep. That yes. Compromised American Values. Wow. Please tell us a little bit about this. Okay, so fun fact is that in seventh grade, I actually did online high school. Um, so Stanford University has this program called Stanford University Online High School Middle School. And so it's a creative I did that. title. Yeah, yeah very creative. <laughs> um, so I got a little bit of a taste of Zoom school before like actual school went to Zoom during the pandemic. Um, but I met some guys through that, that program and we did National History Day together. Um, and we participated in the junior play category. Oh. So I don't know if you saw the video, Simon. I didn't see the video, but I have something to tell you. Oh. I did National History Day as well. Stop. The same year, 
and I did a group performance, junior group performance. Oh my god! So I competed against you technically. I think. Wait, that's crazy. conflict and compromise was the theme. Yeah, right? that was the theme. I presented with my friend Isaiah, um, and our th- we did um, Arlington National Cemetery, which sounds like a pretty awful topic to choose, <laughs> but um, it, the story actually is pretty in- interesting. But uh, we did not win a um, Native American History Award for that, yeah. unfortunately. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about the play. Oh yeah, so it was a ten-minute play. It had to be ten minutes, if you recall. I do recall. Um, and we had a huge production going. You know, we had props. We built little poster boards that swiveled around and Ooh. showed different images. Um, we had costumes. We had a lot of stuff going on. You like, had to memorize this whole script. Right? Yeah, you had to memorize the whole script. A lot of primary source quotes. Our team went full out. We visited museums across the country. Um, One of my teammates actually went to a reservation and volunteered over the summer before we did our project. Wow. Um, You know, we included some musical elements. I sang a little bit. Oh, you want to? Did you? Can you you sing something for us? Wait, I can't remember the song, but it's like the one from Sea to Shining Sea. Or just a, or, or, oh. or just a different song. Oh, beautiful. That one. That was good. No, th- no I, I think that's, that's the Star Spangled Banner. Actually. I thought that was oh, amber waves oh. of grain. And the bombs are... No. no, I don't think no. That, that's it. No. no. Wait, so, so did, would you I say... pledge allegiance to the... Oh, Simon, America get, get the Beautiful. There it, <laughs> that there took, it is. That took us that way too long. <laughs> Liv, would you say this experience like got you interested in the arts? I actually came from a very artistic family, I would say. Oh. Um, my How so? parents were both very musical, so they put my brother and I into music classes from a very young age. Um, I started with violin when I was like two years old. Okay. Um, then I switched to cello. Hey, cello for a long time um but then i quit because it was too inactive for me like i hated sitting still mm. um i've done ballet my whole life too and then my final instrument was piano which i also quit and then i started singing but that's more of a hobby than like yeah so did you turn to ballet after you quit cello due to lack of ac- activity um, I actually started ballet probably before I started violin. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So that was kind of a continuous thing for me, but I focused on it a lot more after I quit cello. Are you doing any, like, dancing here besides at the eating clubs? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I got to bust out some moves. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I haven't really gotten involved in dancing at Princeton. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, a big part of my life until, like, the year before coming to college. Okay. Um, I think that with the pandemic, like, having to dance in your wherever you could find like a ballet bar or like a mirror was really difficult um so the passions kind of started to fade at Mm -hmm. that point and so what what were your parents like when they were um like you said they were artsy people like how did that translate into like what did they do that was artsy it's funny because they're not really that artsy (laughs) they're like more doctors um (laughs) you can either be artsy or you can be a doctor (laughs) (laughs) they chose doctor Um, doctor but no my mom is very talented with like drawing and painting like Mm. she I didn't even know that until I was like a teen because I never saw any of the stuff that she did (laughs) but like she's very artistic (laughs) yeah in my teenage years um but she plays piano and my dad plays guitar a lot did Did they they play together no 
Oh, that's okay. They're doctors. Oh, they can't. Right. Yeah, they that's can't true. That's, that's too much. They just that's go to the bathroom much. and like, just playing really quick. <laughs> <laughs> just get, it through, get it out, get it out, get it out. <laughs> Not like, the poop, the music. I, right. I yeah. chose doctor. I can't. <laughs> this um, is so wrong, <laughs> but it feels so all right. good. Okay. Yeah, my brother and I, like, we would play together a lot. Um, so, like, he always played cello and then whatever instrument I was feeling, I would join in. So we have some videos of us like playing happy birthday for our cousins. Rocking um, out. My wow. brother did at one point stray from the classical cello and played bass in like some band for a summer. Ooh. So oh, I had fun. a little diva singing moment rolling in the deep by Adele. Oh, yeah. was was this in your brother's like angsty teen uh, face? I don't think he ever had that, but oh. <laughs> it would be the age when he would have been angsty, yes. I forgot, like, Harvardians aren't that interesting. They wouldn't have Harvardians. Harvardians, that's what I, that's what I call them. You were homeschooled for a bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Okay. Um, is this why you have no social skills, or is there another reason? <laughs> Honestly, like... The year that I missed of middle school was a big year. It was like bot bar mit, bot mm. bar benet mitzvah season. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so I missed out on a lot of like that aspect of middle school. Um, but you know, I think this lack of social skills comes from other things. <laughs> <laughs> Can you list those things? Mm, maybe. <laughs> probably no. Probably <laughs> no. Those are private. Things. That's private information. Wait, wait. Uh, so why why were you homeschooled? I was homeschooled because of ballet. So I, uh, my parents initially found the program through my brother's cello teacher because they thought it could be good for him to like, he was really talented at cello. Um, So like an opportunity for him to kind of focus more on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I ended up being the one who was more interested in it. And I wanted to take off a year of traditional schooling to kind of create more of my own schedule and then take up more ballet classes. And did did it succeed in doing that? It succeeded in getting me injured. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. What happened? um, I think that because I was not fully developed, like, all my bones and muscles and stuff, um, you're, like, more susceptible to injury. Mm -hmm. So I had some, like, hip problems following that year. Um, But then that brought me interest in, like, more cross-training, which I think was beneficial in the long run. Do you still have hip issues now? Yeah, you know, they stick with me. Hips, knees, ankles. Oh, all, uh, of, all of the joints. All of them. I love it. <laughs> Do you have arthritis? I don't know. I hope not. That's no. I have arthritis. Fun fact. have to give myself weekly shots. I what a good time for that. Yeah. Speaking of arthritis, are you a vegan or vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was a vegan for a very long time. Really? Um, I think I was vegan for about five years. Wow. Um, Which years and what prompted that? Okay, let me think back. It was probably, like, 6th grade until 10th grade. Emily's reaching in her pocket for something. I have a gift for you. I'm so happy that the vegan episode is over. What is this? This has been waiting for you in my pocket. Listener, Liv is unwrapping a mysterious object from a napkin, and it is... Chicken. It's grilled chicken. Is this from Yay? It is. I actually like their chicken, so thanks. Oh, yeah, no problem. Take a bite. snack for later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be afraid. You can eat it now. No, please. She cooked it just for you. It actually smells kind of good. A little bit pocket sweatpants vibes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Some seasoning. It has like Emily's flavors on it. So yeah, it yeah, it's uh, seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, so why 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 did you why were you vegan? 
Okay, so I think... Mm, I don't really know why. Um, <laughs> I think I was just like... I, I've always been into cooking, which is like another one of my hobbies. And my parents were fascinated by all of the like documentaries that were coming out about mm. like fast food and I don't know if you guys have seen Food Inc on Netflix it's like the cow with like a stamp on it haven't seen that the one the tramp stamp yeah that one <laughs> butterfly oh right yeah yeah so <laughs> the cow with a stamp on it that's yes. a butterfly or barcode it has a barcode on it oh <laughs> I don't know. we'll have a screening we're interested in the whole vegan thing because mm. we learned a lot about the meat and poultry industry <laughs> guys this is serious it, you okay, know sorry. protect the animals yes come on yeah it's awful and so you're not so Stamps, you're barcodes. more into animal abuse now <laughs> No, actually, oh. okay, wait, this is going to make me sound bad, No, but I wasn't in it for, like, I didn't become vegan, I don't think, directly because of the animals. I think it was more, no, that sounds bad. No, it's okay. You're it being honest. Bad, no, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this just said, Bobby hates animals. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. Um. Okay, I think that the industry is really messed up, yes. like the meat industry and chicken. So, like, mm -hmm. I still, I don't eat red meat. I, I'm looking Sorry. at a piece of chicken right now. I'll eat chicken occasionally. I don't really eat red meat or like bacon or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I think I initially went vegan just because I was a bit scarred from those movies. So initially it was like a lot of that. And yeah. then it became kind of just a lifestyle of like not really eating meat. And I think that once you start like cutting that part of your diet out, mm -hmm. it becomes really easy to just not eat it at all. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, it just, like, becomes easier. And so why the transition back in 10th grade? Um, I think it's, like, my parents were concerned that I wasn't getting proper nutrients. Mm, that'll <laughs> do it. Um, yeah, so, you know, started eating yogurt. Nice. <laughs> Yogurt's wow. good. Yeah, super good. <laughs> so as, as Simon so eloquently said at the beginning during your intro, you were a Wil, Wilhelmina. Oh, yeah, Wilhelmina. 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 Yeah, Wilhelmina. Oh, that sounds much nicer well, than whatever. <laughs> well, it says Wilhelmina. <laughs> Wilhelmina. So, come over here and get yourself some milk, Wilhelmina. <laughs> yeah, so please, please, how did you get into modeling? How did that start? When? Why? How? Good questions. Thank so you. So for the when, it was the summer before 10th grade for me. Um, the why, I did like a ballet photo shoot the previous year, and I don't know, I just thought it would be a cool thing to try. Mm -hmm. Like, why not send in some pictures? What do you have to lose? Um, I sent pictures into Wilhelmina's sports and fitness uh, subdivision, and I immediately was contacted to meet an agent. We met, and I got signed. Um Congrats. Thank you. Wow. It was very cool. Um, as like an incoming 10th grader, it was like, wow, this is awesome. Did you That's tell crazy. your friends? You're the coolest kid in school. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm a model now, you guys. I actually am part of Wilhelmina. Still? No, not anymore. Not anymore. It's Why'd crazy because I, because you know, we did, we both did National History Day. I was similarly at the same time contacted by Wilhelm, Wilhelmina in Arkansas when, I was, when I was there. Clearly. <laughs> Um, and they reached out to me, and it was for the bikini division. I don't know, you know but I did that unfortunately, for a little bit. I don't think that division exists. Oh, 
Whoops. So you're just oh, so you're gaslighting me. Wilhelm I just Mina. don't like that you're gaslighting me right they, now. They might and have not just told. They might have not told you about it, but like it was special for Simon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, probably yeah. just your division. They probably just didn't want to let you down. Like they're right, probably like, ugh, yeah. like she's yeah. only good enough. Because you'd be embarrassed, and I don't want you to be embarrassed. Right. right. One job as a model was for Speedo. So. Really? Oh, that's. Did you get paid? Yeah. No way. Yeah. How much did you get paid? A lot of money. A lot. Oh. Was yeah. it like like a like a serious sports like speedo line or was it more cash? It was, um, they're back to school. Cash. Line. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cash swimwear. You haven't heard of it? Oh no. Taking the fashion world by storm. Right I now. do only serious because I'm a swimmer, right? Oh yeah. So I actually wore a speedo on Monday when I saw the vigorous scrubbing. Wow. Um, he probably had the curtain open just to look at you in the speedo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey you're welcome oh golly gee that makes the story way yeah. worse yeah i didn't okay. like that part of the story at all so what are photo shoots like um they're actually very tiring mm. uh they can range between an hour or less i guess most of the ones that i've been to have been between an hour and then when you're working a job it can be like up to 12 hours 12 hours That's crazy. yeah that was like the job that i did was pretty long would you it's, sorry continue oh thank you um <laughs> stop cutting her off i'm sorry i'm sorry it's just like a lot of my experience in the modeling industry is probably very different from other people um as like in not of age individual so since i was younger than 18 my mom went with me everywhere and then for contracts and that sort of thing she also had to be at the shoots right and on location um and then because i was still in school they also would have to like allot certain hours for me to be able to do schoolwork or there were just a lot of like government regulation sort of things for child labor um so i didn't work a lot when i was signed and a lot of the stuff that i did was just going to casting so mm. a casting is when you're basically like a company says that they're looking for a certain type of person if you fit the description your agent can like attach your profile or whatever and mm. then you get sent to the casting and then they look at you for a few minutes oh, and then you leave that's so stressful though it is what do they like awkward. tell you to do are they like um, okay now walk now smile now turn around now leave that's how i, I did imagine. go to one that was like that oh, oh um, i'm a genius but <laughs> every casting is like kind of different so if it was for like makeup or skincare sometimes they'll have you put on a product and then they take a couple pictures of you if it's for clothes sometimes they'll give you like an outfit to try that's like part of whatever they're releasing and then you do a couple poses so kind of basically what you said <laughs> now did, did you consider yourself a child laborer <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think she can you know send what? it to it. I'm going to get this on the record. That's not okay. <laughs> we do not support Wilhelmina. <laughs> yeah. <child> we <laughs> Whoever she is, I don't know who you are, Miss Wilhelmina. We're coming for you. But that's not okay. That's not okay. Um, I was, like, not a child labor. I... <laughs> Weren't you a child laboring? <laughs> You said you were working long shifts, you were <laughs> underage, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> You're like, it was actually awful. Actually, so, no, I had so much fun because it was like the teams that, I mean, okay guys, like I only worked one job, so I really did not labor much. It counts. No, um, but they feed you, they give you very good food, at wow. least where I went, they gave us like gourmet lunch. 
Hey, you meet, yeah. And you meet other very attractive people too there, don't you? The one that I did, no, I was the only one there. That was attractive? Yeah, that was the only attractive <laughs> person. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Like, these brutal. Are so ugly. Oh, it stinks in here. <laughs> At least the food looks good. No one else looks good. <laughs> um, no, but I like was the only model on set that day, so I didn't really meet anyone. Oh, okay. um, but you would meet people like at castings, and a lot of the girls are very nice and supportive. Just not attractive. Yeah, right. just not attractive. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really not. Um, but I think a lot of them went through the same thing as, like, being in the industry when you're young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they like to, like, offer advice and stuff. Oh, that's nice. Is that, very nice. Is that something that you'd want to revisit, like, yeah, during actually, your time in college or after graduating? Yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. <laughs> um, actually, I have recently been thinking about potentially like sending in photos to another agency or something or trying to get back into it. Um, but I think it's definitely difficult to balance school and modeling or something outside of school because the commute to the city, first of all, is like right. kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, and knowing that there's a lot of castings and like look-sees that you have to go to, it's kind of time-consuming. Okay, well, Liv, now we're going to swivel to our favorite part of the podcast it's called our socratic dialogue you don't seem excited yay there you go can i kick it off with a question yeah you can if you had to steal from any charity which one would you choose and why that's a good question and i'm talking about a lot of money like the eight million we got paid to do our fake ad or i mean our real ad and the eight million you got paid to do speedos See, this is, like, embarrassing because I can't think of any charities. Oh! (laughs) That's an even better answer than I expected. (laughs) Wilhelmina does not count as a charity. Yeah, it doesn't count. That is a for-profit institution. It is a for-profit. Wait, let me think. Hmm. Here, let me look up. Let's, give let's me get, something. Let's Do you have any list. off the top of your head? Yeah, some good charities Ooh, to steal from. Oh, I was thinking from? Red Cross. Toys, Toys oh. for Tots. Toys for Tots. Purple Heart. I mean, I mean, I know there are like animal abuse yeah. charities, so you might want to steal from that one because, yeah, like, obviously you, you support animal abuse. I mean, she Salvation literally has Army, a dead chicken Army, sitting on her Goodwill, phone right now. <laughs> Habitat for Humanity. Well, okay. Feeding to America. revise my previous statement, I know of all these charities. I just don't want to steal. She's lying. Uh, yeah. Listener. yeah. So from, for Feeding America, you could just do um, Starving America and just steal. Yeah, money perfect. Oh, but no, but I, I see one. It's called Last Chance for Animals. It seems like right up your alley. And steal from that. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Might be good. Last chance. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> when time's running out. <laughs> Liv, uh, I, I got another question for you. If you, if you, or do you have an answer? You have a charity. Goodwill. Oh, that's a good one. Badwill. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. What What is the most embarrassing app you have on your phone? Embarrassing? Can I check for reference? You may. Let's see. Listener, she just moved the chicken. Off her phone. Indeed. Well, let me just say one thing that I just like a shameless plug for an app that's amazing. It's called the Bakery app. And if you have trouble studying, just open up the Bakery app. You can bake some macaroons or like a cinnamon roll or that sort of thing. And then when your time's up, you get a little treat. So how much are you getting paid to promote this on this podcast? <laughs> no, it's actually free. I just love spreading wow. love. That's great. Wow. Spreading love. Okay, the most embarrassing app I have on my phone. Mm. I don't know, guys. I have like the New Jersey Transit app. That's not embarrassing. <laughs> That's practical. That's a practical app. 
<laughs> oh, it's, be, it's because y- you have to take public transportation, and that's like a little uncomfortable, maybe. <laughs> Ew, New Jersey Transit. Ew, that's so embarrassing. I have to sit with the plebs. Ew. Um, I have like. I don't know. I'm I'm not very embarrassing. Wow. Oh. Sorry, guys. That's good. Hate to break it to you. NJT is the most embarrassing. <laughs> Sorry, NJT. Do you have games on your phone? I actually have no games on my phone. So well, what's bakery? the bakery? Bakery. App. Bakery. There I do a bakery. It's like it's not a game. It's like a timer. Oh. So I don't you, you don't you don't get actual baked goods. Bakery. Oh, you just look at oh. baked goods. You don't get to eat them. They don't give them to you, no. Oh. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> I actually hate that. Doesn't it make you salivate and you like want? When you mess up, your bake burns. Oh my god, That's sad. During finals. How'd you find I think this? I'm confused. Emery. Emery Tompkins. Shout out to her. Emery Fellow Tompkins. Atlantean. Shout yes. out Emery. Shout, Shout out, out Emery. Nice. Um, Liv, I want to say it was such a pleasure to have you on this pod. Guys, I sorry, Simon. Honestly, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. We are honored. Talk more you. about why you're honored. Yeah, please. I'm so honored because this is Princeton's favorite podcast. That you, yeah, she yeah, said that. She knows, said she that. Knows yeah. something, guys. <laughs> yeah, what she said. Yeah. yeah. Can you say it again, please? <laughs> Do you have anyone to shout out? Um. I'll take that as a big fat no. Uh, wow. she well, she shouted everyone. out Emery. Oh yes, yeah. shout out Emery. She shouted out Wilhelmina. Will Hillman, I got a lot of advertising <laughs> this whole podcast. Yes. Um, also, I want to shout out um, a friend of mine who reached out and sent us a very nice email. I want to shout out Madeline Kennedy. So if you're listening, Madeline, this is for you. Thank you, yeah, Madeline. I want to. I also want to shout out my econ preceptor, Henry Zhao. He played the Bechtel test while everyone was filing into the room and then sent me a sweet email saying he enjoyed it. So shout out, Hem- shout Henry. Shout out, Henry. Hope you're listening to this. Um. Please I'll do give my, me all oh, marks. Yeah, Thanks. I can go next. Thanks. Oh, mm. um, I'd like to shout out all my friends back home who listened to the pod and said they liked it. Um, I'm not going to list you by name. And then I'd like to shout out myself. My birthday's oh, tomorrow, gosh. everyone. <laughs> Please wish me a happy birthday, even though this is probably going to get released like, in like a month. <laughs> so just text me happy birthday anyway. I'd love to hear it. Thank all you. Right. Thank you. And send me a happy birthday message. Mine's no, not until August. Just me. Oh. Just me. We love you guys. I love all of you. I love love you guys so much. Thank you, Liv Bobby. Thank Thank you, Liv Bobby. Bobby. Round of applause. To the pod. To the pod. To the pod. And we love our listeners. Bye. Bye. Bye.